Welcome to the Exodexa channel. I'm Nolan Bushnell, known for Atari and Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that. And Dr. Leah Haynes here with me, who is the CEO of Exodexa and basically makes the trains run on time here. And so we, she brings, and, and I should say it's Dr. Leah Haynes because she is uh, the academic in education, which you got to have one. <laughs> Should be one in every crowd, right? Exactly. Well, I feel like the luckiest gal in town working with you, Nolan, and especially on this topic, talking about games and flow state. There's nobody better to talk to about video games than you. So, so what, what does that mean, flow state? Well, the, I came, I feel like I'm an engineer and a scientist and a businessman. And what that meant to me is that I did a lot of research trying to figure out what it was that I was doing that made games successful. I just kind of wanted to hang it on theory. And there is a professor, uh, University of Chicago, Name, he's Hungarian and he has a totally unpronounceable name called Mihai Chichimihai. I think that's how you say that's it. That's pretty close and it's a tough one to say. So, yeah. Anyway, he developed this concept called flow. And what it is, it's the situation where you are faced with challenges that are not too difficult but they're not too easy. And so when you get into those kinds of situations, it turns out that you lose track of time where you sit down and you start playing a game and an hour and a half later, you say, wow, that's great. I've been, in, and, and what's happened is you've been in the flow state. Well, it turns out that the flow state is not only good for games, but really, really good for learning. And so what games give you is the ability to stay in that zone where it's not too hard, not too easy, engaging. And so have you ever wondered why in coin-op video games, there are rounds and you vanquish the monsters. And then the next round, the monster gets a little harder because you've gotten good enough to get the monster on the first round. But are you good enough to get the thing, the monster on the second round? That's what keeps you in the flow state because as your skill improves, the challenges improve. So it keeps you engaged on that flow state. And that's why we're using game technology to accelerate learning. And our objective is to get you so engaged in learning mathematics that an hour later, you come out of the trance and you know it all. 
Right. Now, are we there yet? Dr. Lee is going to get us there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Nolan, it reminds me, but one of the first conversations you and I ever had was, I should start this with an educator and a gamer walk into a bar, because we were sitting at the bar at Two-Bit Circus, and we were talking about um, attention deficit disorder. And I know that it's a serious thing for a lot of people, and, and so I don't diminish it by saying this, but I think that we're over diagnosing for the wrong reason. And that it came out of a conversation we had about putting kids who've been diagnosed with attention deficit disorder in front of their favorite video game. And you can see that they don't have a problem focusing. They have a problem focusing if they're bored or if they're confused. They don't. So applying what we know in video games to keep them in the game to video games with education and education in general, I think could help a great deal of kids who right now are just tolerating school because they have to and bored to tears or frustrated to tears because they aren't keeping up. And, and this, is a, this is a solution. Well, you know, I, I, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I often take a joke and say, attention deficit disorder is misdiagnosed. It's really BTS. And people say, what's BTS? And I say, boring teacher syndrome. <laughs> well, maybe we could just say boring education system, maybe. Right. Because I do think that, that the majority of, of teachers are constantly searching for effective ways to keep the kids engaged and to Absolutely. excite them about learning. And, and it's hard because the typical textbooks and the typical, you know, we've, we have 14 versions of an iPhone, but we're still using the same version of public education that we used when we started. And so, yeah. you know, we talk about revolutionizing or, you know, it, it change. I think it's like disrupting what we're doing and the pandemic already did the disruption for us. So coming back out now, we need to find a way to really help the students take agency over their education. And I think that the flow state and games are the way to do it. We can have the children in a game that they enjoy, having them accumulate all of the goodies that go with the game along with knowledge. And sometimes they're learning without knowing that that's what's going on. And, and we don't require tests to find out what they know because we have the record in the game. We know when they get to level six, they're algebra ready. When they get to level eight, we can teach them calculus. Like those are the things that I think are really beautiful for the educator. And the really, student. I agree. And, and, you know, as long as we look at things methodically, track the data, keep track of the data, you know, I keep saying, I want an inventory of what your mind knows. Because then I know what I can teach you next. And exactly. that's really important. You know, I, I, I've got to tell one more joke that I just love when it calls. <laughs> little, little Johnny went to school. The teacher said, Johnny, what's the difference between ignorance and apathy? And Johnny says, I don't know and I don't care. <laughs> I think I am in a state of flow, Nolan. I think we can end it there. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, so thank you for watching. Click the subscribe button. And uh, Exodexa is here on a mission. We are going to change, improve, augment, master the education revolution that is just around the corner. Thanks. Amen. Thank you.